Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wiseology. It's been a great week. I had the pleasure of having lunch today, a gourmet lunch, with producer extraordinaire and dear friend C-Rod, or some of you might know him as Chris Rodriguez. Um, we started off at a place called Wings Plus, straight up ghetto, all world chicken wings. I mean, all world. And the best thing about the place, super clean, and we were surrounded by people of service, military, sheriff's department, po local police department, town employees, uh, all up in Broward County, the place is in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, absolutely amazing. Check it out. And we capped it off with dessert at what could be South Florida's most amazing New York style pizza slice at Las Olas Pizza Company. Unreal. Mike, the proprietor, comes from a, a very famous uh, pizza place up in New York. Came down here, relocated, serves up an amazing slice. If you're ever in Fort Lauderdale or within a half-hour drive and you're jonesing real pizza, um, you know, plain New York slice. I'm not going to recommend anything else, although the Arancini's great. Um, you must go say hello to Mike at Las Olas Pizza Company. But be forewarned, you must look at the hours on Google because they're a little strange. Not because Mike's a strange guy, but because he can't get any help in that place uh, because of this great PPP and COVID relief. Restaurant workers prefer to stay home and get paid by the government versus going in and having a job. Again, another topic entirely. If you're there, go check it out. Say hello to Mike. Uh, tell him you heard about it on Wiseology. Um, I'd like to talk a little today about... NFTs, which are the hipster new crypto talk. Now, it's not a true cryptocurrency, although the underlying currency is crypto. NFT stands for non-fungible token. Let's say that again because it's so fun. Non-fungible token. So... I went to a symposium or some type of education event at an art gallery in Wynwood, Miami, where there was a panel of someone uh, who promotes, you know, the Bitcoin world and the crypto world, uh, which I actually have a, a great deal of respect of what's going on in the crypto world, even though it's in its nascent or infant um, stages. It's not a, It's not well adopted. It's adopted by most of the hipsters and some of the older generation are, are you know, viewing it as a speculative asset class. I'm not making a case for or against crypto, uh, but it is gaining momentum in the world of investment uh, and in the currency world as people choose to use that versus um, hard uh, government printed currency. And some would argue that government-printed currency is soft. Um, be that as it may, I go to this thing, so they're on the panel, there's someone that's 
an investor in NFTs. There's someone who's moderating this event who's dabbled in a little NFT and a little crypto. And there is someone who uh, is an artist who sells his art, uh, who was used to selling his art through a traditional art gallery and now is through the art gallery is producing NFT sellable uh, art collectibles. And there was a woman on the panel. I'm not really sure what she did uh, other than she was screaming out for the environment and the, the, the preservation of the art history um, and, you know, that she was making the case that NFTs are or give artists the ability to catalog their works from inception, whereas, you know, artists from, I guess, pre-NFT or pre-digital, it's very difficult to follow the history of pieces of art as they change hands over the decades, centuries, millennium, whatever. So... Um, I mean, I don't think we had to hold any any benefits for Van Gogh, but that's what this kind of was. So as I'm listening and going on and, and I'm listening to these people talk, the bottom line is an NFT allows the artist who sells his or her art in the form of a non-fungible token, it allows that person to participate with a commission Every time that NFT trades hands, so if a collector buys an, an art, a piece of art as an NFT, a digital piece of art, if said buyer decides to sell it, the artist gets a commission on the sale. And every and all transactions that take place with that digital piece of art, the artist constantly gets paid a commission. It could sell 30 times. That means the artist will get paid a commission 30 times. Whereas if an artist sells, a, you know, if an Andy Warhol sold his art, he only gets paid once. And that's it. The money trail ends. Um, except, you know, his estate collects, I'm sure, hundreds of millions of dollars in royalties from poster companies or whatever. So through this whole, this whole, um, I guess, NFT explanation um, that I was listening to, the artists are like, yeah, this thing is great. We can make money and, and sell these things. And, bup, 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 bup. and I I put my hand up and, you know, I felt like a rube in the whole place. I put my hand up and I asked uh, the artists, I said, look, this sounds great for you guys. And if I'm hearing you correctly, um, you get to keep making money. You sell and you sell and you sell and you sell. You don't have to recreate. And if you do recreate, there's a, it's an unlimited supply in what you sell. You can modify art. You There is no defined supply, which means the laws of supply and demand don't fit into this equation. Is that correct? And the artist said, yes. So then I turned to the investor guy and I said, um, sir, how are you here promoting the investment class of an NFT if the supply can't be defined. The laws of economics don't change. Supply versus demand equals value. 
If there's more sellers than buyers, prices get depressed. If there's more buyers than sellers, prices inflate. This asset class that you're promoting is great for the people that are selling stuff, but investors are going to be left holding the bag. He said, well, that's not really so. I said, really? NFTs in the year 2021, and again, they're very infant, they're very young. The average value of an NFT from January 2021 till the end of March 2021 is down 90% in value. Why is that? Well, first, it's unregulated. Second, most people that play in crypto think that this is the next new thing. Michael Lewis wrote a book called The New New Thing amongst Moneyball and Liars Poker. But in The New New Thing, one technology replaces another. And in this case, the crypto people are, are pledging that the NFT world is going to be the next asset class of choice. Caveat emptor. Buyer beware. If you like a certain artist and you want to buy some of their stuff and you want to support the artist, great. Buy an NFT, which is, a you know, buy a digital print on online, have an NFT. You could buy hundreds of them and then you could show them through a like one of those Epson wall projectors or whatever. And that, you could do that. And I'm not saying don't do that and that's supporting art and you're, you're putting stuff on your walls and you can change and that's all really cool. And artists make, you know, make some money. I have nothing against artists making money. Um, however, do not dare try to convince me or anyone else for that matter that this is a bona fide asset class. When Taco Bell sells photos, digital photos, NFT photos of one of their stock tacos they made in the test kitchen. And people are paying thousands of dollars for photos of these tacos. Now look, we've all been a little drunk, overserved, and we've had a Taco Bell taco and it, and it tastes great, even though it doesn't because our taste buds are, have been shot from doing Jägermeister all night or whatever we've been doing. But the fact is, it's a picture of a commercial taco. It's worthless. The taco is worth more than the picture. Yet, if you, bought, if you bought the NFT picture of the Taco Bell taco, it was worth thousands of dollars. Most phones come with cameras. Save yourself the money, go order a taco, take a photo and call it a day. Um, again, artist, you're entitled to make whatever you can and you get away with whatever you can get away with. But it's really dangerous and the only reason you're allowed to get away with it is because it's unregulated. But you're selling snake oil. If you're selling NFTs as an asset class, it's nothing more than buying collectibles. And call it what it is. And if you're going to put money into it, again, you, it's like going to a craps table. Or it's like going to the roulette table and putting it all on red or black. And if you're really crazy, you put it on green. But the fact is, be prepared to lose all your money 
Um, at least from an investment standpoint, if you get something out of it, again, if you can show something on your walls that you like that, that, that interests you and, you know, you can't afford, you know, a $200,000 oil or whatever it is, a sculpture, whatever it is, um, this is a way to do it and view it nothing more than that. Um, again, I know it's a weird topic, but people, you're going to start to hear more and more about this NFT talk and I want to stop it in its tracks right now. And again, don't confuse NFT with crypto. It's, it, they're two completely different asset classes and they're trying to tie the two together, the NFT people, and it's all a scam. Um, and until some, there's some form of regulation, I would avoid it at all costs. Thank you for listening to Wiseology, and uh, hopefully we'll talk about some more fun stuff next week. Okay. A solid Olympic 10. Wiseology. Wiseology. Absolute zero. Wiseology. Wiseology. Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about.